Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, I'm Sandy Toxvig, and this is We Will Get Past This, where I welcome you into my calm room of books so I can share tales from history of various deeds. Some brave, some baffling, others downright idiotic in a bid to comfort the soul in this challenging time we find ourselves in. Some of these were recorded with specific dates in mind, but as we've all come to realise, none of that kind of thing really matters. My diary's wide open. There are no rules about when something can be enjoyed, so take a moment to relax and remember this. We will get past this. Hello there, welcome. I've been trying to meditate a bit, which is one of those things everyone's pushing at the moment. It's making me stressed, which I don't think is the plan. I signed up for an online course, and every day if I fail to do it, they email me with a sort of zen telling off. Makes me feel terrible. I'm not religious at all, because history always stops me in my tracks of belief. So take Buddhism. Buddha seems like a cheerful, chubby chap. I like the idea of him sitting under a banyan tree, having deep thoughts. But I think he and I would have had words if we'd met. Uh, Let me give you a quick Buddha biog. So thousands of years ago, he was born into money and privilege as a member of the aristocracy in ancient India. He grew up, as you would, to marry a princess called Yashodhara, and together they had a son named Rahula. So according to tradition, Rahula was born on the day that Buddha decided to go off and lead a life of austerity. In fact, the name Rahula is said to mean a fetter on the path to enlightenment. Now, those of us who are parents all know the feeling of being tied down by the kids. But Buddha went anyway, leaving Mrs. Buddha to pick up all the childcare. I think particularly at the moment, there are women who had had a problem with his decision. It's no wonder so few women have ever started a religion. They're far too busy looking after the kids. I often think about the unsung wives behind the many, many great men catalogued in history. Head back to Sparta and you could bump into Queen Gorgo, wife of King Leonidas I, who lived two and a half thousand years ago. She must be important because she's one of the very few women actually named by the ancient Greek historian Herodotus, who otherwise seems frankly overly focused on the boys. Uh, He names her because she was clever. Gorgo, not a name which inspires lyrical poetry, often travelled with her husband the king and gave him political advice. But it is her work as an early code-breaker which saved the day. When a message was sent to the court warning of an impending invasion, It was sent written on a wooden tablet and then hidden by a covering of wax. No one knew what to make of this seemingly blank wax tablet until Queen Gorgo broke the code 
by having the wax cleared off the tablet. That's a girl, bit of cleaning, and you can change history. Other wives who had a perhaps more modern impact include uh, Walt Disney's wife Lillian, who allegedly told him that Mortimer was no name for a cartoon mouse and persuaded him to use Mickey instead. It was Alfred Hitchcock's wife, Alma, who noticed that Janet Lee was still breathing after her character had been murdered in Psycho. Alma was herself a screenwriter, editor and film director who clearly had an eye for important detail. Had she not noticed, I do think it might have slightly spoiled the film. And in the world of art, Jackson Pollock was an American painter who's remembered as a major figure in the abstract expressionist movement. But let's not forget that it was his wife, Lee Krasner, also a painter, who taught him some of the basics and sacrificed her own career to make sure everyone had heard of him. I was thinking about this when I noticed uh, it was the birthday today of the co-founder of the Salvation Army, William Booth, born April the 10th, 1829. It's not really him I think of, but his wife. I have an amazing book, which is a real privilege uh, to own. I spend a lot of my time in correspondence with antiquarian booksellers, and one of them directed me to this. So it is a first edition of a book by General Booth called In Darkest England and the Way Out. It was published in 1890. As I said, I'm not the least bit uh, religious, but I admire those who do tread a moral path. Booth was horrified by the poverty and inequality that he saw in England following the Industrial Revolution. So the explorer, Henry Stanley, had written a book that same year called In Darkest Africa. Booth compared what was supposed to be civilization in England to the poorest parts of the world and set out an astonishing 10-part plan to eradicate English poverty. The book is remarkable for its practicality, but also because slipped inside is a social reform leaflet on which I might have pledged a contribution to Booth's work and a signed letter from Dr. Bernardo to the great general. So Thomas John Bernardo had founded his first orphanage in the East End of London in 1870. I had no idea that Booth and Bernardo might have known each other, but it makes sense. They were both in the work of kindness. Uh, the letter I have was probably written by a secretary, but it is signed uh, by Bernardo himself, and it was sent to Booth on the occasion of the death of his wife, Catherine. It is a heartfelt letter. Uh, written on letterhead from Dr. Bernardo's Homes for Destitute Children. It is dated the 9th of October, 1890, so the same year as the publication of the book. And it reads, Dear Mr. Booth, I only arrived from America last night and heard of your irreparable loss. I feel how poor any words of mine must prove at such a time, yet I dare not withhold a brief expression of my sincere and heartfelt sympathy with you under your great bereavement. For her, it has been all gain, nothing but gain, the pain and weariness and sadness gone forever. The loss and pain are now yours. But his hand, who has dried her tears so effectually forever, will graciously chase yours away too, and comfort you as none other can do. May his consolations greatly abound to you and all those near and dear to you, in the very earnest desire of your brother in Christ, most heartily. Thomas Bernardo. It's an amazing letter. Um, the book is, uh, in fact, dedicated by General Booth to his wife, Catherine. She was known as the mother of the Salvation Army, and despite our differing views on religion, I really think I would have liked her. She was born in 1829 in Derbyshire uh, and given a, a very strong Christian upbringing. 
She met William when she was 22 and they began corresponding before marrying four years later. He was a Methodist preacher and I have to say always working, even during their honeymoon, he was in the pulpit delivering the gospel. So this was a time when women were not encouraged to speak at meetings. Uh, Catherine and William would go on to have eight children. You might think she was busy enough, but she wrote a surprisingly strong defence of women's right to speak in ministry. She declared that women were neither naturally nor morally inferior to men and that there was no reason for them to be silenced in church. How marvellous and how splendid that William backed her all the way. They seem to have been true partners to each other and he supported her when she began to hold her own campaigns, becoming an eloquent speaker and writer defending the right of women to preach the gospel on the same terms as men. Large numbers would turn out wherever she was speaking. Of her first meeting with William, Catherine wrote, It seemed as though we had intimately known and loved each other for years, and suddenly, after some temporary absence, had been brought together again. And before we reached home, we both suspected, nay, felt as though we had been made for each other, and that henceforth the current of our lives must flow together. She died of breast cancer aged just 61, and she passed away. Uh, when she passed away, William wrote, Ever since our first meeting, now nearly 40 years ago, we have been inseparable in spirit, that is, in all the main thoughts and purposes of our lives. Oh, what a loss is mine. It cannot be measured. Theirs was a true love story, and if you ever have the time, lots of their wonderful letters are in the British Library. When I met my wife for the first time, it was as if I had been hit by lightning. It is a feeling of connection which has never left me. Those of us who parade on the public stage would do well to stop sometimes and consider how we got there. My wife, who you do not see uh, while I make these recordings, swept crumbs from my front and told me when any sentence makes less than sense. How lucky I am. One of the things which is getting me through this difficult time is stopping and being grateful for those around me. It's a good time for it. Take care. Be kind. Remember, we will get past this. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty. That means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.